You're listening to L-Town Radio, the Livingston Library Podcast. There's practically no limit to what you can learn and see when you belong to the Livingston Library. From science and technology to grants and genealogy, our library is virtually an information galaxy. This library is yours and this library. Welcome, and thank you for tuning in to the June 2020 episode of L-Town Radio, the Livingston Public Library podcast. My name is Joe. We have some great segments lined up in this month's episode. Katie, the head of our Adult Services and Acquisitions Department, and Joseph, head of our Technology Department, will chat about some of the video games they've been playing lately. Anna, the head of our Youth Services Department, talks about the idea of books as windows and mirrors how we see ourselves and how we see others in the stories we read. Gina and Jessica are back to discuss what audiobooks they've been listening to or plan to listen to in another edition of Livy Lit. Later on, I will talk about some things I've been listening to as well, including some of my favorite summertime albums that are currently available on Hoopla. And finally, Hong Mei will once again share some of the meditation music she's been using to stay calm lately. But first, I'm very happy to say that as of June 22nd, the Livingston Public Library is now offering contactless pickup. So even though our building will remain closed to the public until further notice, Livingston Public Library cardholders can now reserve and check out materials, which can be picked up right outside the library while following social distancing practices, of course. At this time, we're only able to offer this service to Livingston Library cardholders in good standing, and we can only offer materials that are currently available at our library. That is, we cannot offer this service to cardholders of other libraries in the Bergen County Cooperative Library System, sorry, West Orange, and we cannot acquire any materials which are only available through other libraries. Library of Things items and museum passes are unfortunately not currently available for checkout either. Now, if you are a Livingston Library cardholder and you'd like to check out any of our available materials, you can reserve and request them in three ways. You can do that online on the Buckles website. That's bccls.org. You can email us at livycirc at buckles.org. That's l-i-v-i-c-i-r-c at bccls.org. You can also call us at 973-992-4600. Then when your items are ready, we will notify you about when and how you can pick them up. Contactless pickup will be available Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Wednesdays will be open later, 2 p.m. to 8 p.m., and Saturdays, our hours, will be 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. For now, we'll be closed Sundays. Also, rest assured that all materials returned to our library will be quarantined for at least 72 hours before their return to circulation to ensure everyone's safety. And there's even more information about contactless pickup on our website, livingstonlibrary.org, right at the top of our homepage. In a bright green banner, there's a link you can click 
with just about everything you'd need to know about contactless pickup. All right, with that exciting news out of the way, let's get on with the rest of the show. As I said earlier, we have Katie, the head of our adult services and acquisitions department, talking with Joseph, the head of our technology department. Two of them are both enthusiastic gamers, and they're going to talk a little bit about some of the video games they've been playing lately. Hi, everyone. Uh, so both Joseph and I are gamers, so we thought we'd share some games that we've been playing with you and also give you some video game-inspired reads available to you at home. I've been playing a bunch of games while in quarantine. I'm a PC gamer who mainly plays with friends, so I've been enjoying games like Human Fall Flat, which is a quirky, open-ended, physics-based puzzle platformer set in floating dreamscapes. Your goal is to find the exit of these surreal levels by solving puzzles with nothing but your wits. The game itself is great, but there's also a ton of community-made maps that are really fun to play too. They range from everything like immersive cityscapes that you can climb and explore, to mazes, to escape rooms, and more. It's also great to play with friends because many co-op games will limit you to only being able to play with three or four friends, but this one can support as many people as you want playing together. It's a great team building exercise that can get really silly, especially because at any point you can pick up your friends and just launch them off the map for no reason. Joseph, what have you been playing? Uh, I've been using quarantine to as an opportunity to uh, reconnect with some of my favorite video games from years past. Uh, one of my all-time favorite games is a space exploration game called Kerbal Space Program. Uh, Kerbals are these little uh, fictional aliens uh, that live on a planet that's very similar to Earth and, and, a, and a solar system that's very similar to ours. And uh, your objective is to design rockets and spacecraft that will launch your Kerbals into space so they can do scientific experiments and then you can research new technology. Um, so as you go through the game, uh, you get new technology and it enables you to send your Kerbals uh, further and further away from their home planet and gather more science so you can research even more technology. Um, I like this game because you go from like barely able to uh, achieve an orbit on your first try, but pretty soon you learn and you're, you're landing on moons and uh, sending probes on flights that are decades long and building networks of uh, communication satellites. Um, I also like that it has uh, physics that are based on reality and orbital mechanics that are based on reality. So you end up learning quite a bit about rocket engineering and how objects behave in space. Um, so I feel like I really understand better because of this game, like fundamental concepts of rocket science and um, challenges that astronauts and aerospace engineers have faced throughout history and ones they're facing now. Um, and I think it's especially fun when I read about famous space flights like Apollo 11 or uh, watching the latest uh, SpaceX rocket launch. And I get to think to myself, you know, I, I know what they're doing because I, I've done it before in a Kerbal Space Program. That's awesome. So here are some video game-inspired reads that are available for you to access through Libby with your Livingston Library card. 
The first is Ready Player One by Ernest Klein. And in the year 2045, reality is an ugly place. The only time teenage Wade Watts really feels as live is when he's jacked into the virtual utopia known as the Oasis. And that was also made into a movie by Steven Spielberg. Another good option is Warcross by Marie Lu, um, about a game called Warcross, Warcross that takes the world by storm, where one girl hacks her way into its dangerous depths. And then if you are interested in adaptations, Blood of Elves is the first novel of the New York Times bestselling Witcher series that inspired the Netflix show and the hit video games. And if you are into nonfiction, there's definitely some coding books that you can look into, like Coding Games in Python. Or if you're into modding, you can check out Minecraft, top 35 Minecraft mods you should know. And then there's also options for people who are just into video game lore, like The Legend of Zelda Encyclopedia, or Fortnite, The Essential Guide to Battle Royale and Other Survival Games. Joseph, what other books have you found? Uh, well, I was uh, looking for some books on uh, space flight and space exploration, and I found a few. A uh, uh, couple of them I've read. Uh, one of them I have not. Uh, the first one is The Martian by Andy Weir. Uh, that's available as an ebook in Overdrive. Uh, this is a science fiction story, and it's about an astronaut that gets trapped on Mars. Um, I also saw in Overdrive as an audiobook you can borrow Apollo 8 by Jeffrey Kluger and Brian Troxell. Uh, this is a nonfiction book uh, and it's about the first manned spaceflight to uh, orbit the moon and return. So pretty significant there. Uh, I also um, saw The Future of Humanity by uh, the physicist uh, Michio Kaku. This is available as an ebook and an audiobook in Overdrive. And basically, uh, it's another nonfiction book, and it's a look at uh, the future of space travel and uh, sort of theories on how humans could sustainably survive in outer space and on other planets. Sounds great. Well, we hope that we've given you some inspiration uh, and some ideas for you to be doing at home during quarantine, and we hope to see you back soon in the library. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you, Katie and Joseph. Uh, that really made me miss playing video games. I used to play video games so much in my younger days. And then, as old friends often do, video games and I lost touch. But I kind of want to play all those games they mentioned, especially that space game. That sounds really cool. Anyway, coming up next, we have Anna, the head of our youth services department, reading a piece that she originally wrote for our blog, which you can find at blog.livingstonlibrary.org, and this is called Books as Windows and Mirrors. Hello, this is Anna, the head of Youth Services. What happens when we do not see ourselves in books or other media, or only see distorted images of ourselves and our cultures? In 1990, literacy scholar Dr. Rudine Sims Bishop wrote, Books are sometimes windows, offering views of worlds that may be real or imagined, familiar or strange. These windows are also sliding glass doors, and readers have only to walk through in imagination to become part of whatever world has been created 
and recreated by the author. When lighting conditions are just right, however, a window can be a mirror. Literature transforms human experience and reflects it back to us. And in that reflection, we can see our own lives and experiences as part of the larger human experience. Reading then becomes a means of self-affirmation and readers often seek their mirrors in books. For many years, non-white readers have too frequently found this search futile. When children cannot find themselves reflected in the books they read, or when the images they see are distorted, negative, or laughable, they learn a powerful lesson about how they are devalued in the society of which they are part. Dr. Bishop wrote these words in 1990, and while the world of children's literature has improved slightly, there is still a long way to go. Dr. Sarah Park Dalland conducted a study on the racial representation in picture books, and the findings were bleak. In the books published between 2002 to 2018, 1% featured Native American or First Nations people. 5% featured Latinx people. 7% featured Asian Pacific Islander or Asian Pacific American people. 10% featured African or African American people. 27% featured personified animals or personified objects such as vehicles. And 50% featured white people. According to these statistics, a child of color is more likely to see a personified animal in picture books than they are to see characters like themselves. How does this shape our perceptions of ourselves and ability to connect with people of different backgrounds? I'm going to list some comics in which the main characters grapple with these issues. For adults, the comic short Glare of Disdain by Jean Luen Yang. In this autobiographical short, author Jean Luen Yang reflects on his inability to connect with a teen of a different ethnic background and how things might have been different if there had been books about people of their backgrounds for each other to read. To access this comic short in the New York Times, go to livingstonlibrary.org, scroll down to Digital Resources, and click the rectangle that says newspapers and magazines. Then click New York Times outside the library to link free access to the New York Times to your Livingston Library card. You will need a Livingston Library card and a free New York Times online account to complete this process. For children in grades four through eight, Pashmina by Nidhi Chenani. Priyanka Das has so many unanswered questions. Why did her mother abandon her home in India years ago? What was it like? And most importantly, who is her father and why did her mom leave him behind? But Pri's mom avoids these questions. The topic of India is permanently closed. For Pri, her mother's homeland can only exist in her imagination. That is, until she finds a mysterious pashmina tucked away in a forgotten suitcase. When she wraps herself in it, she is transported to a place more vivid and colorful than any guidebook or Bollywood film. But is this the real India? And what is that shadow lurking in the background? 
To read Pashmina, visit Overdrive Libby and check out Pashmina with your Livingston Library card. Also for children in grades 4 through 8, The New Kid by Jerry Craft. In this 2019 Newbery Award-winning graphic novel, 7th grader Jordan Banks loves art, but his parents enroll him in a prestigious private school known for its academics, where Jordan is one of the few kids of color in his entire grade. As he makes the daily trip from his Washington Heights apartment to the upscale Riverdale Academy Day School, Jordan soon finds himself torn between two worlds and not really fitting into either one. Can Jordan learn to navigate his new school culture while keeping his neighborhood friends and staying true to himself? To read The New Kid, visit Overdrive Libby and borrow The New Kid with your Livingston Library card. For teens in grades 7 through 12, American-Born Chinese by Jean Luen Yang. Winner of the 2007 Eisner Award for Best Graphic Album, this graphic novel tells the story of three characters. Jin Wang, who moves to a new neighborhood with his family only to discover that he's the only Chinese-American student at his school. The Powerful Monkey King, subject of one of the oldest and greatest Chinese fables and Chin Ki, a personification of the ultimate negative Chinese stereotype, who is ruining his cousin Danny's life with his yearly visits. Their lives and stories come together with an unexpected twist in this action-packed modern fable. To read American-born Chinese, visit Overdrive Libby and check out American-born Chinese with your Livingston Library card. Thank you very much, Anna. As I mentioned before the segment, that piece also appears on our blog, which is at blog.livingstonlibrary.org, and that piece was originally posted on May 14th, 2020, so you can find it there, or you can search books as Windows and Mirrors in the search bar and read a text version of Anna's piece, along with links to all the sources that she mentions in there. And up next... We have Gina and Jessica, who are back for another edition of Livy Lit, and they are going to talk about some of the audiobooks that they've been listening to or would like to listen to during this National Audiobook Month. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Livingston Public Library's podcast. I'm Jessica. And I'm Gina. And, and today we're going to talk about audiobooks that we've been listening to, want to listen to, or on our list to listen to. So what have you recently listened to, Jess? So I recently listened to Surprise Me by Sophie Kinsella. Oh, I like that book. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, my first time jumping into a fiction audiobook. Um, okay. Usually I'll listen to nonfiction, especially if the narrator is also the author. Mm -hmm. But I felt like this was a really quick listen, even though it was kind of longer than some audiobooks. I think it was about 11, 12 hours. Oh, that is long. But I was, yeah, but I was laughing. It's about this couple and they go to the doctor for their physical and they find out they're both really healthy and they right. could live like <laughs> so many years, but then they stuck together and then that kind of scares them because they're like, do I want to live 60 years with you? And it's just really funny. Yeah, um, 
I guess a little over a year ago, we read that book for one of our Get Lit meetings. Oh, and yeah? it's like a fun, it's a fun book. It's a, yeah. it's a cute Sometimes story. you just need a fun book. Mm-hmm. Now's mm-hmm. one of those times. <laughs> yeah. So what have you been listening to? So the book that I'm listening to now is um, Alicia Keys' More Myself, and I am loving it. Her voice, she, first of all, she narrates the book. Okay. So just listening to her voice, she has like that, that serene, chill vibe. And, and, um, she also sings where she writes her lyrics instead of reading her lyrics, she sings them. There's music in the book. She has guest narrators reading their parts like Michelle Obama and Oprah Winfrey and her husband, Swizz Beats and, her parents and it, it's just it's probably the most entertaining audiobook I've ever listened to that's really cool it, it is and it's a whole different experience then mm-hmm. it, and she's very insightful and um it, it's yeah it's really it is a whole different experience I'm really enjoying it that's awesome uh, yeah up on my list um, next on Hoopla is the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes because oh, that's okay. the Hunger Games prequel. Yeah. And it just came out and I'm so happy that it's on Hoopla and I don't have to wait because that's like a book that I have to get my hands on. And of course, what better way to get your hands on it than to have it available on Hoopla. Yeah, I think I'll have to add that one to my to-read list, too. Yeah, I'm excited. It sounds interesting because it's 64 years before the whole Hunger Games that we were introduced to in the first book. Interesting. Yeah. So, June's also National Audiobook Month, so maybe you'd like to listen to a book, too. Yeah, we have lots of audiobooks available on Hoopla. And also on Overdrive or Libby. They're easy to download. And there are so many good choices out there. So let us know what you're listening to. Check them out and tell us what you're listening to. Okay, Okay. bye. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you, Gina and Jessica. I've actually been listening to a lot more audiobooks recently, too. Especially ones by musicians. So I listened to the Beastie Boys book on Overdrive. Uh, Libby, and that was excellent. So quick shout out to Jenea from our tech department for recommending it to me. I also listened to Horror Stories, which is the title of Liz Fair's memoir of her music career. That's also on Overdrive, Libby. And so that Alicia Keys book that Gina mentioned might have to be next on my list. One audiobook I especially want to rec- recommend, though, is called The World Doesn't Require You, which is a story collection written by Rion Amilcar Scott. That's Rion, R-I-O-N, Amilcar, A-M-I-L-C-A-R, Scott. And the book is narrated by J.D. Jackson. I read the print version of The World Doesn't Require You last fall, and I loved it so much. It was by far my favorite book of 2019. So I just started listening to the audio version of it on Hoopla, And the stories in this book are about various people who live in this town in Maryland called Cross River, 
which was established in the 1800s by leaders of the country's only successful slave revolt. So most of the stories deal with how the people of this town continue to struggle with the long, ugly history of racism in America. And Rihanna Milkar Scott does this using a variety of styles. There's a lot of magical realism, a little science fiction, some mythology and spirituality. There's loads of satire, not just regarding racism, but also sexism and academia. Uh, Scott's writing, it's fearless yet vulnerable. It's always extremely vivid. Uh, it, the prose is also uh, very often musical as well, which is fitting since a number of the book's characters are musicians. But most importantly, beneath all the fantasy and the satire, there are plenty of complex, fully realized characters, and Scott as the writer and J.D. Jackson as the narrator both make you feel what their characters are feeling really deeply, whether it's joy or anger or loneliness. And again, this book is called The World Doesn't Require You, stories by Rion Amilcar Scott, and that is available on Hoopla. In addition to audiobooks, I've also been listening to a bunch of music on Hoopla, as usual. And because summer is finally here, I've been listening to some of my favorite summertime albums. Of course, what summer would be complete without hearing some Beach Boys songs, right? Hoopla has a ton of their albums, including Sounds of Summer, which has 30 of the band's most essential hits, like I Get Around, Good Vibrations, Luke John B., I also love listening to Diana Ross and the Supremes in the summer, and Hoopla has their ultimate collection in the catalog. You know, even though pretty much all their songs are about heartache, something about the Supremes' voices and the brilliant songwriting of Holland Dozier Holland makes all their songs sound to me like gorgeous rays of sunshine. The album Forever Changes by the band Love that was recorded during the so-called Summer of Love in 1967, and I must have listened to this album over a hundred times over the years, particularly during the summer. This album is both exquisite and haunting, like a psychedelic hippie daydream on the shadowy edge of apocalypse. Uh, Cosmos Factory by Credence Clearwater Revival. Good times, always guaranteed whenever CCR is playing, whether they're stomping through the swamp and run through the jungle or chugging along with looking out my back door. Africa, Brazil by Jorge Ben. That's Brazil spelled with an S, and Jorge is J-O-R-G-E. This riff right here from the album's opening track, this might be the most irresistibly groovy riff I've ever heard. And this whole album is just a sizzling fusion of samba, funk, and pop. The Harder They Come, this is the soundtrack to the 1972 film that brought reggae music to a more global audience. And though a lot of the lyrics in the songs are about crime and poverty and strife, the music on this album vibes like a friendly backyard barbecue that you never want to leave. Electric Warrior by T-Rex. Mark Boland's glam rock guitar can throb like a glitter bomb or flutter like a butterfly. And similarly, this album knows how to pump a party up and when to chill in the grass for a spell. The West End Story by various artists. In the late 70s and early 80s, New York City's West End Records released the kind of music that could pack dance floors 
glitzy uptown discos to gritty downtown dives, and this is eight of that label's tracks. The Sugar Hill Record Story. Over 50 tracks of exuberant old school jams released by hip hop's first record label. So the party will not stop as long as this album is on the stereo. Vacation by the Go Go's has bouncy beach ball beats and surf rock riffs soaked in oceanic reverb. Joyful, sparkling melodies. What more do you need to score your summertime fun? Control by Janet Jackson. Uh, Rhythm Nation might be Janet's magnum opus, but Control is just a lean, vibrant blast of New Jack swing and a couple ballads at the end to cool things off. Saturation by Urge Overkill. Now, back in the early 90s, it was unfashionable for rock bands to crank out arena-sized hooks and sound like they were having fun doing it, but Urge Overkill proved that such a thing could still be cool. Stereotype A by Chibo Motto. This is a musical potluck picnic serving dishes of loungy jazz, bossa nova, sprightly hip-hop, and monstrous metal sprinkled with delectable pop sensibilities. If you prefer your dance parties to have more of a 21st century cyborg feel, then Daft Punk's Discovery has invincible techno-pop anthems. Arulara by M.I.A. This album came out 15 years ago, but it still sounds just as refreshing and revolutionary today as it did then. California Nights by Best Coast is powered by Bethany Cosentino's luminous power pop songwriting and feels like driving along the starlit Malibu shoreline. Freedom is Free by Chicano Batman uses Latin rhythms, soulful spirit, and breezy harmonies to soar above all the struggle and strife this world has to offer. Next, we have Anak Ko, that's A-N-A-K-K-O, by Jay Som, J-A-Y-S-O-M. Sultry and soothing, this album is a sunset mirage, scored by gorgeously hazy guitars and tenderly hypnotic melodies. Future Nostalgia by Dua Lipa, that's D-U-A-L-I-P-A. Just like the title implies, this album manages to sound both retro and ultra-modern, like an episode of Club MTV filmed on a spaceship. And finally, this next album may not necessarily have quite the same summertime fun vibes as most of the previous albums. It can be very heavy, both in sound and spirit, but it is my number one album pick for this month. It's RTJ4, the brand new album by Run the Jewels, the duo of LP and Killer Mike, whom you might have seen deliver a very moving speech in Atlanta a few weeks ago in response to the protests there and all across the country. If you haven't seen that speech, I highly recommend you take a few minutes and watch it on YouTube or wherever else it's available. Anyway, Run the Jewels always deliver phenomenal records, and their latest one, which just dropped earlier this month and is available on Hoopla, is, as far as I'm concerned, the perfect album to be listening to over and over and over during the summer of 2020. And 
so those are my summertime album picks, which, again, you can find all of those albums on Hoopla and check them out with your Livingston Library card. Of course, I tend to prefer more energetic, upbeat, kind of party-style music in the summer. Maybe, however, you are more in the mood for something more calming and meditative and relaxing. Well, if you are, then you're in luck because Hongmei is back again to share some of the relaxing meditation music that she's been listening to on Hoopla. Hello, everyone. My name is Hongmei. Today, let's take a moment to enjoy the peaceful and calming meditation music. Wipe away the stress and anxiety and find our inner peace and happiness. Now let's listen to the music, New Calm Relaxation Meditation, music number two, Moonstone. into deeper meditation. I wish I could be guided through the meditation process. By searching the words guided meditation, 81 records showed up. You can also search using the words light of mind. I changed sort by function from default to popularity, so the most popular music comes on top. This way, I finally got what I wanted. Many guided meditation lead us to become more aware and rooted in the present moment like this. Now, be present. Be in the now. Not in the past or in the future, not in worry or fear, be in the now, present and carefree. Other types of meditation teach us how to practice breathing and trains us how to get focus. Guided meditation helps to solve physical and mental problems, lose weight, achieve deep sleep, improve memory, gain self-esteem, and many more. You will hear positive messages. Since I struggle to find motivation to exercise, I listen to a guided meditation called Fitness Motivation, enjoying exercise more. Now listen to this guided meditation, and I hope your love to exercise more. My body loves to exercise. 
vibrant and fully alive. My mind has learned to tune in to the messages my body is sending. And as my mind tunes into my body, I enjoy exercising more and more. I feel healthy and alive when I exercise. Meditation helps you to be mindful. You can be mindful in the simplest actions such as eating. Let's learn how to do it. Practice it again and again with every meal you have. Picture yourself sitting down to a meal in your home. Feel the chair you are sitting on and visualize the table and the plate of food set before you. Picture yourself beginning to eat. Feel the food in your mouth. Taste it. Swallow it. As you continue to stay focused on breath, Meditate on these thoughts. Life lives at the expense of other life. Form is sacrificed to form. Everything is recycled. I have compiled a playlist of meditation music. You can find it on Livingston Library blog. I hope you have enjoyed today's listening. Thank you. Ah, thank you, Hongmei. I do feel much more relaxed, and I hope you do too, dear listener, as we wind down this episode of L-Town Radio. I want to thank Katie, Joseph, Anna, Gina, Jessica, and Hongmei for contributing. I want to thank you, dear listener, for tuning in. Don't forget... The Livingston Library is now open for contactless pickup. Check our website, livingstonlibrary.org, for more information on that. Also, don't forget to follow our blog, blog blog.livingstonlibrary.org. And follow us on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, on YouTube. Don't forget you can listen and subscribe to this very podcast on SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or Spotify. Now, who knows when we'll be able to see each other again, but at least we're one step closer to that. And in the meantime, be safe and be kind out there, babies. <laughs>